whole podcast. I didn't know what you were pointing there. I just did this whole comedy. It's a podcast with Kate and Emma, the Life with Soul podcast. Emma the trumpet. It's so funny because Kate's actually. I'm like, like a deer in headlights. I'm like, oh my not god, only what's is going she on? A deer in headlights. She's a woman of a certain age in a very hot room. I haven't I've put some makeup on? Have I got a bit, oh. gone a bit mad on the blusher? Oh, it's blush. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Blush. I'm offended. I thought you, oh, Let's okay. make this podcast about what are you making things mean? <laughs> Sorry. I'm so offended. I thought you were having a moment. I might be. Actually, I've tied my hair up and I'm flapping my hands a little bit. <laughs> That, that blush has got some effect. <laughs> well, we haven't got off to the best start. We've been a little bit harassed because life happens. Harassed, just, harangued, <laughs> sidetracked. Just, just before we press go, uh, yeah, we've kind of had a life happening. <laughs> Nothing big, just, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what it was. Somebody <laughs> pipes up, would your sister by any chance give me a lift to the Silver Link? <laughs> Now, bear in mind, we've got about two hours to work today. This is about, what, an hour and a half round trip? Yeah, because we've got kids that we need to pick up and stuff like that, so... So it was basically two-thirds and then some oh, of our working time. Did they say, Emma, is your sister still good at time travelling? I know. Has Could your, she take me with her? Has your sister happened upon a flux capacitor <laughs> today by any chance no she hasn't no she can't and please just stop isn't it funny though how you go from peaceful to pissed in 30 seconds <laughs> that could be the title of this podcast. peaceful to pissed is that what you want it to be <laughs> i think that's really funny okay yeah. well we'll just go i had a little list this was meant to be about You've been gossip. triggered You've been totally triggered. I've been massively triggered, right? I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm not going to put any analogy in there. I'm just sweating, livid. Yeah. I had a busy climb. Life morning. happens. Life happens, man. I know, but this is interesting. Yeah, but you say that, right? Because you're not involved because somebody else did your lift. Yeah, but I am kind of involved because yeah, somebody else is associated be, let's with be me. Honest, Kate, would you have the. Life happens. If you were currently on the Bladen roundabout driving someone, <laughs> I probably would have been okay because in the car I did think, well, said someone has done some stuff for us in the last week. And I felt like it was a bit ah. of a trade-off. And I felt like right. it's probably fair dues. They did a job at our house that was quite a good job and I'm grateful for it. So I did kind of think, fair dues. They're not good at planning, but if they need a hand... They helped me when we needed now, help. So actually, is that fair do? So I was a bit more forgiving with that. But I will say at this point, you are a planner and a prepper. <laughs> and one of the things that really, really drives you mad is when other people don't plan. Now, Emma plans because she gets anxious when she hasn't got a plan. And this is quite interesting, isn't it? Because sometimes when you have got a bit of anxiety about stuff going wrong it can come over as being controlling to other yes. people and actually i know this about you so i never feel like it is, well rarely would feel like it is controlling but even like say for example an example that comes to mind for me is we had a family member that had an accident a couple of years ago and they had to go to casualty and it was very distressing and upsetting for us and there was an ambulance involved and it was all high drama on the way back in the car, I brought you back mm -hmm. and you were super controlling about the way that I was driving. I can't even remember. No, because we'd both had mm -hmm. a massive shock. But 
I totally understood that you were feeling really, really anxious and that you couldn't, you felt out of control of what had happened as we both had and that was your response. So I didn't take any of that personally at all. I just I just kept reassuring you and saying, it's okay, I can see it, don't worry. Um, I was just trying to be as understanding as I could and try and reassure you to bring your anxiety down. And I drove um, further away from vehicles in front than I would usually. I made it obvious oh, when I was checking so my sweet. mirrors. Co-host places her left hand on his <laughs> right knee, uh, just for visual context. And also, that is really sweet because you drive like a total cock. <laughs> no, no, you do. You're a bit. No, that. See, this is where Emma is being anxious and controlling. That is. That is. Actually, no, she doesn't. I, I don't. I don't. I would say that I'm a pretty. Actually, I used to be quite an anxious driver and that's quite uh, that's another little off-piste journey that we can take in a second. But, yeah, I clocked that you were being very controlling because you were anxious. First of all, I didn't take it personally because that would have been unconscious, inappropriate and fueled it even more if I'd started saying to you, I've got a driving licence for God's sake, get off my back. If you don't want me to drive, you can get out and drive yourself or I'll pull in and you can get a taxi. Any of that would have just really fueled it even more and it would have been it would have been bad. So Emma's got someone at the door now, so I'm gonna have to wing life. it. There's a white transit van outside. I'm gonna have to go be back. Right, okay. Be nice. I will. Um, I'm gonna shut the office door so that we don't overhear. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Done. So the point is that when people are feeling anxious they can come over as being really really controlling and i didn't want to add more fuel to the fire and make her feel even more anxious so i adapted my behavior and i was also quite accommodating with the fact that i knew that was going on so that's just a little life hack if somebody is acting in a way that you feel is really really controlling is it masking the fact that they're anxious and that they're worried about something and also perhaps, do you go into that pattern? I know that actually it's something that I am prone to doing as well. Not as much as Emma, I have to say, and I can say that because she's not here, uh, but I do find that sometimes I am controlling of detail when I'm worried about something. And the best strategy that I've got to deal with that now in my life is, Emma's back, <laughs> the, the people in my life generally they kind of know that and I will say to people I'm sorry I'm just anxious I'm sorry if I'm coming over as being controlling or difficult I'm just anxious and when you say that to people they first of all if they care about you and if they don't care about you then what are they doing in your life anyway <laughs> and secondly um they, they yeah so if they care about you they're gonna understand that more and they're also probably going to kick into a, a gear where they're going to try and reassure you and say things like, what are you anxious about? How can I help you? Okay, I know you need to plan this. So like, say when we go on holiday, for example, we went on holiday um, overseas together as a family. And <laughs> is, Emma is this was the five so euros? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it's, it's not. not the five euros, not the five euros. Um, it, Emma was so planned and prepped. And also when we went to Disney... Euro Disney we we were in the airport probably an hour and a half before we needed to be and that's okay so we had to get up at stupid o'clock <laughs> get 
get a taxi and go through there. And we were there literally way earlier than we should have been, than we needed to be. But I understood that it would create a lot of anxiety for Emma if I waited until the 11th hour to get there. And she would relax loads more if I just got there a bit earlier. So I was more accommodating with that. Um, but there's loads of stuff Emma accommodates me with as well. And what was interesting that you said before, and I'm aware I've missed a bit of it, just a top tip. I was just <laughs> slagging it off then. It's all right. Never run out to a yodel van, which mm. is a UK delivery. Never run out to a yodel van on a chunky gravel drive with no shoes on. Oh, no. Was it like stand on Lego? Multiple times. <laughs> and oh, I waved, no. waved my arms and shouted, I'm here, I'm here. Because I thought he was going to drive oh, off. Oh, no. And was it, it a delivery for you? Yeah, it was behind the bin. He'd already put the card through. But I saw the card and thought I'd catch the van. So I sort of lurched out the door. Oh, that'll be great to watch on the doorbell. Because yeah. Emma's got one of these fancy doorbells that you can watch oh. back. Which was really funny when it snowed. And, and this this door. clip might make its way to YouTube at some point. It should. So basically what happened was I had a load of snow on the top of my car and Emma said, that's illegal. Uh, you can't drive around with all that snow on the top of your car Let because if you break and it goes over your windscreen, you can't see. So she said, just, and she God said, love a prepper. And then she said, all of this, by the way, is under the context of health and safety. I will put in there. <laughs> For God's sake, don't have an accident. Health and safety AF is Emma. So she goes and gets this brush <laughs> and she came out the door. Now she came out the door, the door swung close behind her and her shoelace got stuck in the Very door tip of the shoelace <laughs> the last inch not even inch the last millimeter of the little plastic widget thing on the end of a lace so she fell to her <laughs> knees <laughs> shouting the f word she was on her knees chewing in, on so, snow <laughs> <laughs> and, sh- and i was, and i just couldn't help but for laughing but the best was bit was leg which one? Left leg still extended. <laughs> so it was trapped like in the door. Bizarre splits. <laughs> splits. It was like slash it was plank. like table pose from yoga or whatever they call it. Gone very very badly it was terrible. wrong. It was terrible. And neither of us are skinny lasses oh, who, was a bit who do a lot of Pilates etc. So we're not the most flexible. <laughs> or, or pillets. Oh, my kid calls it. Oh, mum, look, they've got the pillets. <laughs> that sounds like something you need antibiotics for. I know. Or a, or a small operation. <laughs> I'll have you know I secretly worm my partner twice a year. <laughs> Do you really want that on a podcast? It's on there now. Oh my god. It's gonna be too difficult to Emma train. is so anxiety AF and but this preppy is, you know AF good though? that she was frightened about getting worms. <laughs> god knows why. Okay, she, one in four people have got worms, it's see, really not see, funny. This is what I live with, see. It's right. not funny. See, yes, it is. So Emma um, decided that she would worm everybody in her household <laughs> as a precaution, but actually not tell them that it was going on. Not so well everybody in the household had a big toilet adventure. <laughs> toilet adventure. But they were clear, and that was that's all good. It didn't go in there. Stick cake, chopping it up. I don't know no. if they were clear or not. I mean, they will have been afterwards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was all clear nonetheless, after that. Nonetheless. So but, that's from. But I feel like I need to bring shine some real positivity and light on my anxiety because 
I pick up fantastic techniques for me to work with and I also get to share them with my clients and I totally, most of the time, understand exactly how it feels and how debilitating it can be. And I think the other thing as well with that is you've got great tools and strategies. Oh, definitely. So, for example... I've got a great life. I make friends with anxiety. Mm -hmm. There's no point in me pushing it down and hating it. I don't let it run amok. (laughs) (laughs) It's mocking you. It's mocking... No, no, I mock it. I'm mocking the face of anxiety now. (laughs) But, but you know, but you can make friends with it and learn to live alongside. And it doesn't have to be a Tony Robbins, you will be exercised kind of name yourself yeah. demon. And we, we also, it's totally healthy, we think, especially in A, the current climate and B, the fact that we've got um, teenagers. We've got two girls between us and uh, we haven't had them together. We're sisters, we're not <laughs> partners. And if we were, that's okay, we're inclusive. But no, it's not because we're related. Anyway... That's just all gone badly wrong. We've got a daughter each. <laughs> and no, I was gonna oh, say I was gonna say if you so, thought, it's on, Im- so it's important that we are open about mental health because if we are those people who say shut up and pull yourself together, that's shut, not shut, shut not gonna help them or us. So it's better to be open about it. And I also think it's okay to say I'm a bit mental healthy today. Oh, totes, absolutely. In fact, Emma will sometimes say that. I'm not working today, I'm a bit mental healthy. And I'll, I had a mental healthy thing about a month ago, but I'm, I think I'm all right. All right-ish. Maybe Kate's, I'm not, who knows? Kate's got a bone of contention at the minute. We're doing back-to-back podcasts today because I think Kate thinks I haven't been working <laughs> in recent weeks. So she's really, um, really working me today. But to I said back, we could only just do two and that would be all right. She, no. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. <laughs> she's, I will point out we're in Emma's office where she's got this gorgeous, furry, <gasps> not real fur, furry rug on the floor the and every skin. now and then she will have a nap on the rug it's too it's like an extra long one and i just like to lie on it and stroke it and just relax and just go to sleep oh yeah if, you, if you've got a stressful day just lie down anywhere <laughs> really anywhere have you ever laid on the bathroom floor not recently no not, not recently I tell you what so although I do have a heated bathroom floor so Ooh, that could be a treat luxurious the cats like to do that anyway be more cat what I was going to go back to was something you said before about how you were less triggered with someone earlier because they'd made more investments in your emotional bank account oh hello Stephen Covey who's that that's who coined that emotional oh, bank account I thought you were saying idea. that was the someone it's no. not he's, he's called Michael anyway. <laughs> okay. not, oh Covey Stephen Covey Stephen Covey whoever the man is he, he talks about the but I might not account. have had as many deposits recently so I went from peaceful to pissed a lot faster than you did so that's interesting so I think what we're touching on there is that you can be more tolerant mm-hmm. of people if you feel like you are in fair exchange with them I'll tell you the irony here right is that yesterday i spent a lot of time working on my diploma called emotional intelligence (laughs) and i also did a narrow of it today before my first client wow and i'll read oh i can't it's going to involve rustling there was a proper definition it's just going to rustle Uh, is the way you blend your thinking and feelings to make decisions and build authentic relationships Um, and it said something about uh, emotional intelligence is the set of emotional and social skills uh, that establish oh I was looking for the definition and that's just totally messed it up but basically it's about just talk amongst (laughs) yourselves people (laughs) 
I've got tolerance for Emma because she's recently made deposits in my emotional bank account. Is that about right, Emma? Yes. Yes. So anyway, the definition of emotional intelligence was about using emotions that surface in a productive ways to fuel behaviour to make best of situations. Is this like rage smart. cleaning? <laughs> Not really. So it's, when you feel really, really, if you, you know, rage cleaning is a thing. When you feel really, really pissed off and angry, you can get that energy out and you can hoover really, really fast. I'm yeah. recommending rage cleaning. I love. Have you have you tried rage decorating? No, I no. I don't <laughs> know how that would go. Cleaning's like a temporary thing. Decorating. Sorry, I've just stood on Emma's bare foot, bare and injured foot. <laughs> rage, rage decorating. I once did my downstairs toilet while listening to the soundtrack for Rocky Five. Oh, on the, Emma's a Rocky fan, so she knows exactly oh, the numbers, the story, yes. and everything. Uh, and that was our rage decorated and glossed doors as well, like no man's business. That was a productive argument that day. <laughs> that really was. But it was. it's just a little bit of irony that I've been working on emotional intelligence, because I must admit, thus far, from about 11 o'clock onwards today, I've had very little. Very little what? Emotional intelligence. Because, <laughs> But this is the interesting thing, because I was triggered. I've got tools, I know stuff, but shit happens, and we lose our shiz a little bit, and we react, and I reacted. So now we've moved into being triggered. Mm-hmm. Now, there are other videos. Uh, there are videos oh, on YouTube yeah. that I did about being triggered, so if you haven't found my YouTube channel yet... Please go and have a look at that because I think I did one about help I've been triggered and then I also did one about how to cope with triggers as well. So what did we say about coping with triggers? Did we say it's generally like unfinished business? It's about recognising that your your reaction is bigger to the situation in hand. Oh, so this is like... I can't believe you've left that wet towel on the floor. You absolute bastard, I want a divorce. When actually, it's, it's not, not about, about the, the towel. towel. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So this was not about the lift. I'm not sure I like where this is going. <laughs> I think I need to speak to somebody about it. <laughs> well, that's really, really good, Emma. That's good self-care if you need to speak to somebody is, about that. Yeah. But yeah, being triggered is about, and this happens to me as well, it's quite common, I think, like when you're a parent and you lose it about what appears to be not much actually but it's about other stuff as well so do you know what's really helped me as well the comedy element of just the last 10 15 20 minutes changing my physiology moving from a different room having a lol having a lol having a coffee said person has left the house (laughs) i would if you yeah this is a good thing you see so if you do feel like you want to change your mood um whether you're angry whether you're feeling flat whether you're not motivated, whatever it is, if you're in a state, not an absolute state, but if you're in a state where you you want to change your mood, and this is quite important for things like if I'm going to do a Facebook Live or if, uh, say, you had something else important, you had a job interview or, or anything like that, basically you just felt shit and you wanted to show up better. There are things that you can do. Um, some of the easy things are play music you love, have a little kitchen disco, have a shower mm. is a really good one and visualise all of the energy that you don't want going down the plug hole. Um, laughing. So there's different stuff on YouTube that I look at. I look up Janice 
and the roller coaster fairground, the slingshot oh, the ride. Slingshot ride. Janice, Janice, <laughs> this hurts, this hurts. I'm falling, Janice, Just help me. Janice slingshot on YouTube, and it'll probably come Funniest up. Funniest thing ever. And also that advert from Kmart, ship my pants. Oh yeah, I like that. I love one. that. I can ship my pants right here. I just ship my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, you can ship your pants right here. I want to ship my pants, Mom. It's really, really funny. And that can just change your state and pick you up and make you feel better. Have something to eat, uh, have a glass of water, go outside, phone a friend. There's loads of stuff that you can do. But I think the key is to know that you feel shit. Take responsibility for it and do something to change. Also, if you're having a shit idea, that might be a bit different. If you've had, um, uh, this is obviously just talking about day-to-day pickups if you've got big stuff going on then you might need proper therapy and proper help and then you can contact emma the counseling trumpet she doesn't trumpet with clients unless you ask what (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that that someone's gonna take that out as a sound clip and put something rude in the background and you're gonna go viral on youtube how to lose sisters and ruin businesses (laughs) what are you doing You're moron. You're an absolute moron. <laughs> oh, God, I'm creased. Uh, well, I think we should leave this one here because we're going to go back to our original list before shit went sideways. But this was an interesting one. What are we going to call it? Peaceful to Pissed. Yeah, we'll call it Peaceful to Pissed. Peaceful to Pissed, a, a ramble it into was. the world of uh, Friday afternoon, <laughs> basically. There you have it. Okay, so it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Emma T. Oh, Emma Tom the. I know, we decided last time I wasn't going to be the No, trumpet. come on. One <laughs> last. <laughs> <laughs>